Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Bloomy Sports. I'm Eros Meters Mason, joined again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's, here we are. Now the first round is officially over. Yep, first round officially over. Um, I just want y'all to know, man, I mean this sincerely when I say nobody works as hard as we do on all of these things because and that the people that I'm doing this with Darnell and Dom have no idea what I'm talking about, but I have just completed some best ofs for the first rounds. So every series that has not been um, that was done before yesterday, obviously. So not Mavs Clippers, but all the other ones are up there. Mavs Clippers will be up there today. Um, so we have the best of obviously every first round series so far. Um which one do you guys think we actually talked about the longest and which ones do you think we talked about the least? Um, <clears throat> coming out of nowhere, surprising question. So I'm going to start with Dom because he's going to say something ridiculous. So there you go. All right. So let me see the playoff series that happened. That Celtics, Heat, Bucks, Jazz, Grizzlies, Wizards, Sixers, Nuggets. Well, tech- technically just due, to <laughs> just due to the fact of how it went out. Um, we talked about Heat Bucks the least because <laughs> it had the least amount of games. Um, so I guess we could say that. But then in, in the same breath, talked about the Mavs and the Clippers longest. It was the longest series. Except that one. I didn't finish that one yet. That also isn't the right answer. I can I, I'm pretty sure that isn't gonna be right. Wait, Darnell, what are your what are your guesses? I'm going to say we talked about Lakers Suns the most. I'm going to say we talked about Utah Memphis the least. No. Well, if we if it isn't Dallas Clippers, it's definitely New York and Atlanta the most for sure. Without question. I'm going to break down the minutes for y'all. It's going to be crazy because <laughs> this is really going to be crazy. We talked about Net Celtics the least, 39 minutes. Oh. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah, so, actually. Yeah, exactly. It was the one game. That <laughs> <laughs> was, <like, laughs> was the one game we analyzed. The rest of us was like, oh, yeah, better. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, sounds about right. Then there was the Brad Stevens stuff, which we talked about, but we we only even do that for so long. Um, Heat Bucks was second, forty-four minutes. Oh, yeah, I wasn't even there for that one. Yep. Exactly. Heat Bucks for yeah that that did lessen some of the time. Heat Bucks forty four minutes, um, Knicks Hawks fifty two minutes actually. Only oh, oh wow, yeah I know right very shocking. Um, Jazz Grizzlies was actually fifty five. I think that's the most shocking one for me because you know what yeah. happened. I know exactly what it was. Dom started talking about John Morant being a superstar and everything stopped. And he's had to, oh yeah, he's had to. Be I didn't say he was a superstar. That's not even what I said. You're inching close, man. You were saying I say he, I say he's borderline with not even borderline. I just said I think he's around the uh, Donovan and 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 uh, Jamal Murray section. Yeah, you said something. I think I think he's comparable to them. He is. He was matching Mitchell pretty much all series. Crazy. All right, y'all can listen to that one though. And so that's why that was fourth. Um, Wizards, Sixers, 106. So an hour and six minutes. Sounds about right. Um, a lot of that actually was like you could you could put some of that with the Hawks. A lot of that Sixers Hawks preview, to be honest. 
Um, yeah. Nuggets Blazers 116, so an hour and 16 minutes. And a lot of that, obviously, the 55 um, points. And then Suns Lakers, because we spent literally 48 minutes on it to start with Baca. Oh yeah, we did. We did spend a whole hour talking about LeBron one one episode. <laughs> it was the first time we ever did it. So, nah, no hey man, I'll be watching TV shows that do that shit on a regular basis. Yeah. Hey man, it was, it was warranted. Man, we had to go there. Yeah, he's just gonna get eliminated. If he's just gonna be LeBron James, you know. That too. We're trying to save, hey man. Obviously, trying to save that conversation. But the time had come. There's yeah. not, no other time but that. And it'll come back. So, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of other things to talk about. So, speaking of which, though, thank you guys. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. Um, put my blood, sweat, and tears into that one. I only know one person for sure is going to listen to him. That's Tom. Everybody else, or no, Mike was. <laughs> but um hey man hopefully you guys enjoy it. and this is what we're gonna do for the playoffs going forward i was mad actually because i lost my phone i'm throwing all those notes but i lost my phone like a month or two ago and i was working mm-hmm. on the best of for like may and then all my notes were gone so i was like i'm not gonna go back and listen to all these and try to figure out. damn yeah it was a bummer i was like two days away from like the best of it might have been May. I don't think it was May. It was the best of April, actually, because May was short. And I was like, all right. And I was already pissed that it already happened. So, yeah, I'm not doing this for the first time. Yeah. Here we are. Hey, man, better late than never. So, for sure. Try and do these, sure. obviously, like every month or so um, going forward and every round of playoffs. That's how much I care about you guys. Um, but yeah, he cares. Yeah, way too much. Let's move on, man, to the to the Mavs versus the Clippers. <laughs> let's let's move on to Mavs Clippers game seven. The Clippers, man, one twenty six, one eleven. Not gonna lie, you guys picked the Clippers. I didn't think they had it in them, but they just exploded in the second and third quarters of this game. Went crazy. Um, Luca did all he could 46 points, 14 assists, seven rebounds, continuing to break records. Most points accounted for in the game seven in NBA history. Um, I think he was Damn. yep, one off of Dominique Wilkins, 47, which is a game seven record. Um, man was trying to do everything he could, but hey, when you get no help, it is what it is. Porzingis was 16, Benny Smith 18. Hardaway left early with an injury, came back, but he struggled the rest of the game. But the Clippers is more all-around production. Kawhi Leonard, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists as well. Um, Marcus Morris, 23 points. Paul George, passing playoff P, 22 points, 10 assists for him as well. Darnell, what did you see out of this game in this series? Yeah, overall in this in this game, before I get into any uh, in-depth about the series, um, I think the Clippers just shot well as a team. It was finally one of those games where you saw why. I think they finished number one in three-point shooting in the league and they had the regular season, and they shot 47. 47 or something. Yeah, it was some crazy stat. I don't want to get it wrong, so I don't want to mess it up. But they shot 47% from three, 50% from the field, and – 
like they shot a hundred percent from the free throw line. Like, what do you do with that? Like those numbers are just ridiculous. And it was it was a night where Kawhi obviously didn't want to lose. Neither did Paul George, even though he was selling a little bit. And he but he got him 22 and 10, 10 assists. So that's a nice floor game for him, given you know some of his playoff woes. So for the Clipper, I mean for the Mavericks, you look at the stats, and obviously it was Luka Doncic with 46. Dorian Fitty Smith gave you 18, so that's really good from him, but you really got double digits from a couple other guys in the starting lineup, and that's it. Like, Porzingis gave you 16. It's not enough from him. Tim Hardaway gave you 11 on one of nine from three. Obviously, you want to see better than that. He hit one three, I believe, after the injury. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking once I'm, once one went in, I'm like, okay, maybe Hardaway is going to find the rhythm, but it was all Luka or bust. Yeah. And it reminded me of those early LeBron teams where it was kind of LeBron or bust. And I don't want – I'm curious to see how they go – how they plan to go forward with Luka because they're going to have to make a decision if they want to put him in position to play this way for a long period of time or if they want to get him some some help, basically. Because I don't think this is sustainable – for and it's not you're not going to find high level success with a guy having to have that kind of you know usage rate so I think overall in the series I think it was a great one one for the ages we got great performances on both sides of the ball for from both sides from the Mavs side with Luka obviously and Kawhi Leonard had a historic game as well so overall I think it was a great series I think the the better team won I think Luca proved to be the better head-to-head player, but that's not what wins games. And Chris Stapps was a disappointment, so that's pretty much why the Mavs lost. Yeah, like to your point um, about it's not sustainable long-term, you could see it every game. We were pointing it out, but it just came to fruition game seven because, like you said, the Clippers finally, you know, at home managed to shoot their numbers from three. Shot forty six percent, and the Ma- which is basically what they shot in the regular season, actually. And the Mavs shot what they shot from three, which is not great. They didn't shoot as bad as they did tonight. It was twenty seven percent. I think they were around like thirty twenty five percent. They were one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league. And we saw earlier they came out crazy, hitting fifty sixty percent because they're going to get open looks with Luke out there. Um, in this game, like you said, Hardaway hit one three in the third. And you thought, oh, here they go, because they needed it. But the reason they needed it was because Luke had, like, 19 in the first quarter, and he started wearing down. And you saw it every game in the series. Right around the third quarter to the fourth quarter, he would just start wearing down. Because there's only – I mean, there's only so much you can do. So I got 40 every game. But most of the time, you're starting off with, like, 27, 28 in the first half or something ridiculous. And then, like, along with seven assists, and I was watching this one early, and I'm like, oh, he has 19, but they're up three. And Tim just leveled an injury, so Tim got to carry, carry for real, because they had 38. But as we saw at the Mavs, they kind of maxed out around one tank because no one else helps. Um, Tim Hardaway, as good as he is, cool as he is, not, he's not going to be the second-best option on a team that has championship aspirations. And Porzingis can't be. Tim is the better player than Porzingis on this team to me, and that's I see his end up with it being what it was. Dom, what were your thoughts on this? 
Um, yeah. Um, that's a great thought. It, it was a great thought. Um, so basically, I mean, we we were talking about this before, but you feel me? We were saying that like you picked the um Mavericks to win because you were like Luca could have another great game and win again. I was like. Luca had a great game. I, I watched Luca drop a 45-point triple-double and lose. He can have a great game all he wants. It's, it doesn't matter. It's not up to him. It's up to those surrounding pieces around him. And as soon as, you know, Hardaway got hurt with an injury and then came back and, you know, he was clearly struggling out there, it just wasn't the same. But, man, we know who the problem is. It's funny because, again, you already know about our 2K series. But, like, at first – I would pick Dallas. I would be mad as shit. Cause I'd be like, bro, Porzingis sucks. <laughs> and I'd be and I'd be mad as because all he do yeah. is shoot. And yeah. and and Demetri would be like, nah, nah, he's not that bad. You, you I was like, no, bro, this dude kind of ass. <laughs> but like <laughs> he like he really is. I he has to be better. He has to be a second star in order for this team to be successful. Just because if you're seven three. You just got to be able to do something. He's just a 7-3 shooting guard, like a lot of people have been pointing out. And if he ever developed a post game, bro, they could go to the finals. Like, that's all it would ever take. He's 7-3. Boban, like, he don't post up like that, like that, but he at least uses his height to his advantage. I see both. All I see Chris Stapps do with his height is a few cuts to the basket. <laughs> and then get the I've seen I see I've seen him do that same cut from the corner into that, into that, that same uh, dunk that, that same exact cut with that same exact <laughs> dunk every single game <laughs> and that'd be two of his eight points every game he did yep. have um, he did have 16 this game but I mean <clears throat> he's he, he's a wannabe shooter that can't really shoot that well and if his shot's not falling he has huh that went over five from deep in game seven. Yeah. And Hardaway again, he struggled, but he was hurt. He had a little he had an excuse to, you know, sell out there a little bit. And then obviously for the bench, a lot of it, a lot of the bench was down Jalen Brunson. And for one, he didn't play. But for two, when he was out there, he didn't contribute too much. So I mean, it really was just all if if Hardaway, Brunson, and Porzingis, who are all supposed to be, you know. The, the, the other three scorers, if all of them are going to have bad games out there, then that's all that's going to happen. And for the Clippers, what happened for the Clippers, I mean, again, we, we lamented, you know, we, we always talk about how Paul George can fold. But you know what? He was like, I won't do it this time. Let me just give the ball up. At first I was watching him. He would just pass up open shots. But I mean, the thing is, you know he can make it. So you do have to guard him. So then people would go over there towards him. And he ain't want to shoot it at all. He never wanted to shoot it. But he passed that motherfucker right up. <laughs> he passed it right up every time. And he let everybody else carry. And you know what, Paul? He turned he turned into a point guard. He was really a playmaker out there. You see what his 10 assists. I saw his four assists in the first quarter. I was like, I, I kind of fuck with this. He was missing all his shots. But you feel me? At, in the in the first in the first quarter, but he did all he had to do to get everybody else involved, and then he just he got to the free throw line. And that's all he needs to do. Because again, 
last game was an aberration. The dude's a 90% free throw shooter. So, like, you know, I think that played a huge role. And for the last two games, he's played the most minutes out of everybody. He keeps having one of the higher plus minuses on the team. Even in Kawhi's, you know, historic game, Kawhi, Paul George did play the most minutes and have the highest plus minus out there. So, you know, he's just been uh, a great contributor. And they <laughs> they finally played Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann more as well. And they contributed a lot of offense as well. Um Lula Kennard gave him 11 and Terrence Mann gave him 13. So when you get – and Marcus Morris finally hit shots, and that's all they needed, really. He hit Every, seven threes. Like, what? Yeah, he finally hit his shots. That's He He was second in the league in three-point shooting behind Joe Harris. Yeah, he was. And he was awful every game. I mean, over over the stretch of the series, he was getting better. But at the the first few games, he was terrible, and he was ready. He was really about to be the reason they lost this series, honestly. But he went out here and snapped. So there's there was a lot there was a lot that went into this game. But the Clippers, as we know, were just a better team. They 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 didn't have. I, I still don't think they have the best player out of between the two teams. I think Luke is better, even though Kawhi had that amazing game. But I mean, they had a better overall team. One thing I will say was in the third, fourth quarter around then, Kawhi started guarding Luka. Luka started getting tired too. But Kawhi started guarding Luka and really was like, it was prime defense Kawhi. He was doing, he was really just stripping people and everything. He had up with four steals. He was all over the place. I was like, damn, Kawhi. Like every pick and roll, he was like, all right, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm not letting him move. Now Luka was tired at this point. And that was kind of the point of not putting Kawhi on him early. Him feast on a tired Luca, but once he did, I was like, Oh, yeah, Luca can't move, he's just too gassed out here. And Kawhi just this prime defense, Kawhi again. Um, the other thing I'll say is, I'm a little annoyed that I forgot Luke Kennard was there because earlier in the season, Dom, I don't know if you remember this, but I was saying, I was like, Yo, Luke Kennard, Luke, he is the answer for them because he can pass and he really is a shooter. He comes off the bench and he just comes out there to guns a blaze and three for five from deep. Terrence Mann um, just saw, all right, Paul George doesn't want to do it. Sure, I'll shoot the ball. Paul George just gave up some of his shots to Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard. And honestly, man, Tyloo did it. I don't even I don't even care anymore. He's a great coach. There's nothing else I can say. He came yeah. back with this team from 2-0 down, figured it out. And to Rondo's credit. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it was the combination of, of Ty Lue and Rondo out there. I think Ty Lue made the right adjustments, but I think I think with Rondo, he definitely instilled, like, that the passing that was missing on the team. Even though he wasn't out there doing it, yeah. you could just tell that they just – that the ball just moved so much more fluidly ever since he got there, especially with Paul. Taught that man Paul George how to be a playoff legend. Pass the ball. You can't keep – can't credit Rondo for the team passing better when he's not on the floor. Yes, you can. That's exactly. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You can, though. Exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> hey, man, if they just didn't they have an ability, and the greatest, one of the greatest passes of all time just comes there, and suddenly Kawhi gets nine assists and Paul is 10, I'm going to give him credit. That's Yeah. <laughs> man, I wish it was so easy to get credit, man. Out of past course, magna cum laude, man. Man, win two championships and you can get credit too. That's all. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey man, uh, like we like we were saying, the Mavericks were the were the ones that really had nothing to lose with this. They just wanted to show that you know that they were capable, that they were about it. But the Clippers, their whole franchise was on the line, and they all perform now. Now, when they play Utah, I don't know if I I think they they have to be Utah too, just because everybody's just been. Utah, they can't lose. They can't lose to Utah. If Mitchell does this one, then he's for sure. He's for certain a superstar. He gets right up in there. If he beats the Clippers, then he got it. But this is one that the Clippers can't lose because this is another one that could be like, eh, you know what I mean? Like they gotta win this one. We'll see. I don't think they have to win. When you say they have to win, you mean for Kawhi to stay there? Yeah. I mean for I, I mean for them to for them to keep going with what they're doing at least. Utah was number one seed. I don't think it's a disaster to lose to them. I don't know. I just I just think they got to. I think they gotta do it. Yeah. The West is really they, weird now. Cause they did just beat the they did just lose to the Nuggets last year. A team that they, you know, nobody expected them to lose to. People are expecting them to lose to the Jazz. I think that's the issue. The Nuggets are missing their second best player and they're right back in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> so like can't can't say that was terrible. It was the blowing the three one lead that was bad, but they just came back from two low. Yeah, and they just did the they just uh, came back from the three one lead against Utah anyway, on top of it. So before we get to the next game, I want to ask you, of all the teams that were eliminated in the first round, we can either do each team or you can just, like, pick one or two. But, like, what do you think – what move do you think – which team do you think has the biggest move to make this offseason of the teams that were just eliminated in the first round? We can either do all of them or we can do whichever one you feel like has the mo- has the biggest move to make. East and West. For me, I think the Lakers need to make a move and get a third star. I think they need that more than a lot of other teams need to make a move simply because I think they have the smallest window of being competitive because LeBron's only going to – he's only getting older. So the window is now regardless of how you want to spin it with Anthony Davis. But I think the Lakers have – the biggest move to make because they got eliminated in the first round. That's unacceptable in, in Laker country. In Laker Nation, I mean. I mean, I honestly, I see the Lakers' point. I think it's the Mavs because there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. If they just keep the they, – they, the thing is with the Lakers, they the, – the goal really is to have Anthony Davis healthy. Like, yeah, they do need a move, I think. But the bigger thing is they'd be healthy. The Mavs, they had their dude healthy, you know. Porzingis was like, oh, man, Porzingis was just there. Well, he's healthy there, and they'd lose in the first round anyway. So they, like, literally have to do something. Because I think people are not going to, like – not gonna. They're going to start roasting Cuban if 
Lucas is out here with no help for too long. We saw it all. We've seen everyone's already comparing him to wow, this looks like LeBron when he had no help. LeBron James when he had yeah. no help. Like that's what we're talking about. It's already like that. Like, so you better do something, or you know, I know he's young, but still, it's just I don't know. He's they're they're not they're not they're putting him in already different conversation than even Giannis. Yeah, Giannis can leave, but no, Luki, like you need to get him help now. Like you know what I mean? Sorry, yeah. You can feel the tone of it. I would say the Blazers, but they're not going to do anything. So So it's like whatever. (laughs) Yeah, my I mean. For me, I think is it's the Blazers, but again, like you said, I don't know what they'll they'll do. I don't know what they'll try to do. They, we know what they should do, but yeah, maybe maybe they maybe they finally get to that point no. and just be like, they might. They just fired their head coach. They might just get to the point and be like, you know what, bro, you're not you're you're not the second piece, bro. You're maybe maybe they'll just figure it out. Now the question is who would they trade him for? But man. since we're on this this CJ trade question, I'm gonna just throw this out there. It was it was I don't know how reliable the source is, but it was reported that Cleveland would be one of a possible or a possible destination for CJ if he was to be traded, and they included Colin Sexton in a trade. And I'm just gonna say that's a terrible trade for us, and I would Bro, never. Fuck. Why would, would why would I trade away a uh, for a thirty year old shooting guard a twenty two year old? Like no, that just doesn't make sense. Does Cleveland so know no that? Point. Does Cleveland know they're the same person? Like literally, <laughs> like and C- CJ has a lower ceiling. Yeah, I'm not. And he's Colin. and he's shorter. I'm not trading Colin for CJ. CJ is actually taller than Colin, but no. Is he? Maybe by like yeah. an inch. Yeah, like an inch. CJ like six two. This that that hey man. Hey man, good luck with that. <laughs> that's a that's terrible. That's a horrible trade. That might be one of the worst trades I've heard all year. <laughs> yeah, that's a horrible trade. Why would the Blazers like, even do that? Well, I was, yeah, exactly. Like that doesn't make them better either. Hey, man, if you're if they're trading CJ, maybe maybe y'all give up something else. I don't know. Maybe y'all give up a first or something. CJ for Sexton and K Love. It's got to be. It's got to be. Nah. No way. Why do you not want to trade Kevin Love so bad? I think that I gotta ask you. What's up with that? I'm not except. To trade Kevin Love, you have to match his salary, and I'm not just CJ. And, and no, no, that trade doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, try, stop trying to fleece me and my team. Like, no, it's not happening. I mean, what is, is what is your team trying to fleece Love, themselves? What is Man. Kevin Love really worth at this point? And I think exactly. that's the biggest question. Nothing. I think that's He's the not worth question. anything. Exactly. So, 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 CJ, I think y'all. So might I have to attach at that point. I have to attach assets to 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 Kevin Love just to get him out of town in a trade. You no, did. Like, you did say Colin and Kevin. Like, damn. Like, come on, like no, I'm not <laughs> that is that. pretty wild. 
<laughs> we'll give you, we'll give you, we'll give you CJ and, and Robert Covington. <laughs> and get cancer. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. I mean, it's cancer. Ew. We just we don't need a guard though. Like so, regardless, it doesn't really fit. <laughs> I'll even we'll even throw in a top ten protective first. Buy yourself, we buy yourself something cute. <laughs> Man, wow. CJ CJ better <laughs> CJ CJ better look right at Philadelphia and see if they can do it. CJ better look. I mean, Portland better look right at Philadelphia and see if they can finesse Tobias out of CJ. That's the best they'll get. That's the best they'll get. They might. If I if I'm Dame, I don't want to play with no damn Tobias Harris. <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm for real. If I'm Dame, I'm like, man, what are you doing? Like, no. <laughs> you know what? Got a point. <laughs> Does have a point. <laughs> this ain't make us no better. <laughs> Yeah, Dame is out of town, dog. He is straight to LA. I and they, it, it, well, it, it, it would make them. Friend. It would. Made my best friend for Tobias Harris. <laughs> Can you imagine Dame on Twitter? Like, he, it's not like he would like be excited or nothing. Like he is like, damn. No, he, he gonna write a long, CJ. Gonna write a long, heartfelt letter about CJ. Man, that's it. He ain't gonna mention Tobias at all. Damn. Damn, Tobias. I mean, out there. Hey, one thing about him though, you know he doesn't do. He doesn't what shoot does like matter? he doesn't he doesn't shoot five for seventeen and he's taller than six feet. He's <laughs> taller than six feet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the whole problem with the team. He can be tall and kind of score a little bit. I mean, honestly, honestly, they already got Carmelo. He came into the league compared to Carmelo. Maybe Carmelo can teach him how to be better. You feel me? Maybe. No. I see now. Now I'm souring on the idea. Carmelo ain't teaching anyone how to be better. He'll teach him how to be like more like Carmelo. That doesn't mean he's gonna be but better. But <laughs> not what that means at all. If he, <laughs> let's, let's slow down. Let's let's if relax. He, if he came into the league supposed to be Carmelo, bro, who better to learn than from Carmelo? Bro, Carmelo's going to tell him how to take more mid mid range jumpers than he already does and play less defense. <laughs> this is not going to help anything. Hey man, it might. It won't. It might. Because he also like Carmelo can't hit threes for real. So there you go. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a problem. Whole <laughs> issue, but he's not six feet tall. Hey, man, look, look, it's yin yang, you know. He can take. He can at least. I mean, worst case scenario, you have him on the team. Norman Powell is your shooting guard. I guess Covington still has to play. Whatever. Yeah, Covington can be your small forward. Tobias, just face it. Just face it. You Tobias. cannot fix the Blazers. Well, that's why I didn't mention them. I said the Mavs. Can't fix, can't fix the Blazers. I think, got got to trade that nigga. Get everything you can for him. I think 
Like, like the Mavs, like Porzingis, as bad as he was, has higher value than CJ. Just because he's tall. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I know. I'll tell you right now he does. Absolutely. Without question. <laughs> Without no, question. No debating your mind. Nope. None. I think it's possibility that the Matt, I mean that the Blazers can get a first round pick for CJ, but there's no way that the Mavs is getting a first round pick for Porzingis. That's just my opinion. I don't know about that one. No, no way they get a first round pick super, for Porzingis. Super duper soul. So did CJ. What? Hey man, but CJ carried one time, so maybe he can do it again. Like five years ago. Like oh the one, the one, the one time they made it out the first round, he carried. <laughs> I mean, well, every time they make it out the first round, Dame carries him out. Of every it. time, every time, every time, every two, every two times, multiple times. <laughs> hey man, you just go hit game-winning shots to win the series. Yeah. You know what? Now that I'm realizing that we didn't talk about the Blazers game. For 55 minutes because of 55 points or however long it was. It was because of the low-key hate for Damian Lillard on this podcast, man. I yeah. wasn't there that day. No, I wasn't it was because the next day. He's right. Now you came on here and you were like, does Dame like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I asked what are you you, you said, hey, ask the question you asked in the chat. So I asked See, it. but it's not, it's not sometimes it's not the question you ask, it's how you ask it. I said, has he ever won an elimination? And in the chat, you were and, saying, and like, man, look, this game look. guy is selling. I'm like, bro, do you see CJ out here missing layups? Like, are you, CJ are you, are you selling too? I said they were all selling together. That's literally what I said. But the I ain't first, that's he, not the, he the first sell. thing you said was, does Dame ever win elimination games? And I'm like, oh, so here we go with this. That's all hey, man, I, I knew. I knew. I went too. I, I knew. Just I just watched Kawhi win too. And Dude, they have a better team than the Blazers. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, stop. Hey, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is I just watched Kawhi do it. <clears throat> it's not even. It's not a low key hatred. I think. I just. I don't think he's. I don't think he can be the best player on a, in a on a great team. I think he can be the best player on a good team. But I think that if he goes over there and pairs up with another star like everybody else does, I think he should. I think he should leave. I think he should go to LA. He should go to another team. He could easily be such an easily be in the. He could easily be the second best player. No, I'm gonna tell you why what you said was unfair. I think if you put him with the Warriors, he wins one. He wins a ring before KD. He does. I think he does what Steph does. Yeah, he's so comparable to Steph that you can't be a Steph fan and think that Damian Lillard is slightly Steph overrated. straight sold in the finals and won anyway. I don't want to hear that. I, I just said, I just said, we just saw, I, even at the end of that, I was like, Steph's just show, even though he, even though he, he old now, but even then, he just showed that he can't carry it when he's the only player too. But what you said, they're not, they're not. Luca's be better than both. At this point, Luca is better than both of them. I will say that. He Bro, showed Luka it with these bum-ass teams. <laughs> huh? No, you see that swerve, man. You see where uh, you saw exactly where we were going. 
And my man yep. just took the wheel from shotgun and just swerved the whole conversation to Luca. Luca's going to be a top 10 player of all time. We're not talking about him right now. You said Dame cannot be the best player on a great team. Steph just led a team of 73 wins and won a championship before. I think you put Dame on that team. They win a championship. Dame, it's possible. It really is. It really is. Dame, Dame carries a team that gets hurt every season. Here's the Dame carries a team that gets hurt every regular season for at least like 30 games. His center is out for at least half the season every time. Here's the thing between the two. I think I here I think Lillard is a much better on ISO on ball player. I think he's better than Steph at that. I do think that when when the ball's in his hand, then I I would I would I would say Lillard's better. But when but Steph, he, what makes him so dangerous is his off ball threat, and that's why playing with like the Warriors again. I'll I'll I don't know if. Portland's ever had like a passer. I mean, Nurkic can pass. No, but they haven't. They've never. Had I don't know if he's had like a Draymond type passer. So I don't know if he nope. if he's had the ability to play off ball. The I've never seen it. We have to keep. But like, I just don't see him play off. I don't see him do off ball things. Because like how I feel. I want to make this point really quick. Things like that. All I'm gonna say is, Steph also used to play like Dame before Steve Kerr got there. You remember yeah. that, right? Yeah. So, you give him Steve Kerr. And that's when they were bad. System. Huh? You give him Steve Kerr. You give him that system. You give him Clay Thompson. Who knows how he plays? Maybe. He can, he's already shown exactly. he can shoot from the distance. The only difference is, oh, now you just run around. <clears throat> Did we forget the All-Star game that fast? Yes. Yes, sir. Maybe. Maybe. Y'all make it sound like I'm saying this dude ball. just a just a bottom ten fucking point guard. No, he. All right. No. What I will say about this discussion, though, no, it's not like I think we we're comparing two top three point guards, and you feel me? And I think I think between the three of them, you can make you can make whatever case you want to between the three, for real. But I just asked a question, man. And you, you've you heard me. I will – even though Steph's my favorite player, I will give another – it's not like I just – I don't know – I don't give no other point guard credit. I literally told – I literally said – I don't even know if it was in the podcast. It might have been. But I was like, Kyrie really might be the most skilled player I've ever seen in my life, for real. But, like, you feel me? It just is what it is. I just asked one question. I think Lillard's a better – on-ball player. I've never seen him as an off-ball player, so I don't know. But, again, that's kind of what hindered Steph this year, because Steph's not as great of an on-ball player and he needed to be more so of one, even though he did lead the league in scoring average 32. But still, I mean, different systems work better for different players, so. I'm making a rule. I'm going to make a rule from now on. Dom only gets one tangent per podcast. That was your one. <laughs> Y'all started the tangent. I ain't asked for that. I was quiet. <laughs> y'all, y'all, were, y'all were the reason the tangent happened. No dame slander. That's the other rule. <laughs> Dar, Dar, no, you, you remember him slandering Dame the whole season, right? And then you remember how I bet for Dame. To, I won money betting on Damian Lillard, but I'm the Dame slanderer 
because I asked one question. Yeah. Even though Dame won me money that you bet against, you were like, nah, that nigga, that nigga losing his house. He losing his D. I have no faith. You have faith in Dame Dollar. I know, I know Darnell remember that. You have faith in Dame Dollar. I was like, yes, I do, because that man's not letting that nigga lose his house. And what did that nigga not do? He did not let him lose his house. No Dame Dar- Darnell, you remember that, right? Yeah, I do. There you go. Now I'm a Damian Lillard hater. You know he won me money. You're still a hater. It's crazy, but you know what? It's okay. Hey man. Hey man. I I straight I straight could have took a hundred dollar bet on Luca, and I said, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. Well, a ten dollar bet and a hundred dollar bet are way different, but but I put. I mean, I put a $50 bet on Kawhi. Don't pull George. You just got lucky Kawhi was there. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get lucky he on the team. All right. <laughs> lucky he went for 45. I didn't do that. Hey, man, he didn't do it last night. He still won. There you go. Speaking of bets, man, let's move on. The Hawks beat the Sixers 128-124. Came out on fire, were leading the game really by 25 a lot, and then the Sixers had a great run toward the end to get it close. But they end up losing, like I said, by four points. Trey Young, 35 points, 10 assists for him. John Collins, 21 as well. And Bogdanovich, 21-2 for the Hawks. For the Sixers, Joel Embiid, 39 points, nine rebounds. He's amazing. Tobias Harris, 20 points, 10 rebounds. Seth, 21, and Ben Simmons did not miss a shot. He had 17 points, 10 assists out there, but they couldn't quite get the win. Dom, what were your thoughts on this one? It's funny because Demetrius based this entire series off our one 2K game, and it really did happen exactly how that 2K game went. Every single thing. Every single thing. So basically – Atlanta didn't miss no shots until they started missing. And as soon as Atlanta started missing, their defense wasn't able to get back on track. And Philly made a dumb, dumb, hard climb to fight back. But then Bajanovich hit a few threes to seal the deal. And then boom. But one thing I will say about this, though, I didn't realize. I mean, I I guess it I guess we just overlooked it. But the, the, the Hawks can't dribble outside of Trey, and that's going to be an issue because they were just trapping, 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 trap everybody, and everybody turned the ball over with Trey. Every single player turned that motherfucker over. Huerta did. Fucking Huerta Bionis. had the one nice bounce pass that threw a, they threw to John Collins where he had to leak he out. Game, bro. Yeah, he won a game with that pass. Yeah. Well, they had that oop too at the end, but yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah. Man. That oop was stupid. It was like, it, it <laughs> if they if they not gonna be able to dribble, it really do just come all down to Trey and Lou. And obviously, we know what they can do, but if anybody else touches the ball, they're just gonna get swarmed. So, I mean, but I I think I think. The Sixers really could win this series because they were making adjustments throughout the game in order to try and fight back. Will the adjustments work? Maybe. But this is going to be an interesting series for sure. Darnell, what are your thoughts? 
before I let you take before I let you take the floor, I'm just gonna throw out. Did I, I thought that you. <laughs> no, I mean I know you gonna take it away, so let me just get this out quick. No, he about to turn up on these niggas. <laughs> exactly. I told you. I told you the Hawks are better than us. We suck. Fire Doc. <laughs> Yeah, it was um like Dom said, it was it, it really came down to the trap. Like as soon as it was a big lead for Atlanta, and as soon as you know the Sixers went to trap them and press them in full court, then they started fumbling the ball, turning it over, giving them extra breaks and possessions. I think one pos- possession Ben Simmons got a steal, immediately got a dunk. Made it like a two point game. Then those came down to free throws, and Bogdanovich had he just made every back breaking three that they needed. Like they made 20 as a team, and obviously the Sixers aren't going to match them three point shooting. They only made 10, but if they can create extra possessions like that, they can stay in this game. But it's going to take them to, to do it on the defensive end. I didn't like the matchup of putting Danny Green on Trey Young. But as soon as they went to switch at halftime, we were I was wondering on Twitter what was they gonna was it gonna be Thibault or would it be Ben Simmons? And Ben Simmons picked up the matchup and I thought he did really well. And he was one of the reasons why they actually got back into the game. But crucial free throws he missed three for ten from the line. And that's the biggest difference. Like it's as simple as that. If he if he would have made his free throws he would have been – and the team would have been in position to win that game. And that's the, the biggest difference. <laughs> that man out there shooting three-point percentages from the free throw line. That hey, man, I, I wouldn't even, I would even guard that. I always say, so is if you twin, 30%, bro. I'm not guarding you from three. So is his twin, bro. Oh, it's, it's my turn. Um – Ben Simmons and Embiid played great, and we lost. Don't know what else you want me to say. Um, we suck. <laughs> I actually, I actually think Doc did a great job, and I think the issue, the issue is, Maury's been here for a year. That's really the whole. That's what this is going to come down to. But we can win this series, actually. I'm actually feel better about a chance to win the series now than I did before it started because Doc was trying things. And late in the game, what happened was the switch that happened was Ben is the small ball five. Who have I told you guys from literally, I've been saying it for two months, can't play. Who cannot play? It's really two guys. Dwight Howard. He can't be out here. Finals winner. <laughs> what did he do? Eight minutes, minus 15. Zero points, two turnovers, two fouls. Thanks. Thanks, dude. <laughs> can't be out here. Can't Damn, be bro. out here. No, can't be. Lost the game. Um, Damn, just, just start. If we, we Danny Green also can't be out here. If he's just going to not be able to guard anybody, I'd rather cork Moss for real. He's not gonna be able to guard anyone and can't shoot threes. What's the point? 
I put him out there for the trapping package that looks like we have now. Bet at the five, trap him. Go ahead. Um, yeah, the Hawks came out and they did everything that I always thought they could do. I knew they could do. Trey Young is either going to get to the basket, throw a Uber, throw a floater. Now, Ben Simmons was doing that, and a lot of it was Ben Simmons, but a lot of it was also that every time a screen came, we were trapping. You're going, <coughs> sorry. You're going to trap with someone, trap with a seven footer, I guess, and then there you go. Um, but the thing for me is that Danny and obviously Dwight Howard can't play. Now we'll see if Doc does it. Who knows? Um, but those are the adjustments I would make. The other thing that I'm that no one is really thinking about. No one is really considering this. Uh-huh. DeAndre Hunter didn't play. He did not play. That's they accurate. had Solomon fucking Hill out there, who, by the way, was trying to do everything possible to give us this game. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm watching them. Well, keep in mind, so it's late in the third. They're up by like 20, by like 17, 15, maybe 20. Remember, because really for most of the game, it was like a 26 to a 15-point lead till the very end. Sam Hill's out there. This is like late in the quarter. He's fouled us twice, not Ben Simmons. <laughs> Sends him to the line. It's like fouled Seth Curry. I was like, and once, and I think Embiid another foul. He fouled Curry and Embiid, like before the half court line. Like Embiid was on like a loose ball rebound. He's just for some reason they're grabbing at Embiid. I'm like, oh, thanks. Y'all just gonna give us free throws. (laughs) We literally need them. And Sam Hill was terrible, like awful. Two for seven from deep. Trust me. He was re- – I'm watching him like, damn, he really is the whole issue out here, like the entire yeah. possible problem. So we'll keep, obviously, an eye out on Hunter's health. But the fact they won this game without him, they they really stole one without him because, well, you know, they're just the better team. Honestly, it's just that simple to me. And the, the, the one of the big reasons why is all year our strength was Embiid getting to the free throw line. Not the other dude, but Embiid getting the free throw line. Um, yes. But they have a guy in Trey Young who also gets to the free throw line. And you saw it just offset it a little bit. Embiid got there 15 times. Trey got there nine. And one by four. Like, all these points matter. And obviously, man, I mean, it comes just down to the situation of we're in kind of a buck situation where both of those guys can do one thing, they just can't do multiple things well. They, their skills don't overlap. They're complete opposites. Embiid's a great offensive scorer, doesn't play great defense, like he rebounds and hit every free throw and kind of shoot. Ben can't shoot at all. Great defender. Great small ball five defender. Incredible rotation. We saw a block on John Collins from him rotations. Uh, but he can't shoot at all. But the only thing that makes it worse is at least Chris tries to dribble and play defense. At least Giannis tries to shoot and hit free throws. And be try to play defense. Yeah, he's just too slow. He's just a little late on like the losing weight thing, as we pointed out. So he's just going, he's just not fast yet. He's not, he's not yeah. where he, his speed needs to be. 
And Trey's just like, oh, okay, I get I get around one dude and I can either throw a floater or throw a oop. And I knew it was trouble because I saw Kyrie doing it. Straight saw Kyrie doing the same thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, we can't guard guards. That's right. Not unless we trap them. So to me, this series actually is going to come down to if Hunter plays, because if he's out there, you can't really just trap this team because he can dribble. He can. He can dribble. He can go by you. He can do these things. Forster can do it a little bit, but not nearly as well as Hunter. And so, yeah, and, and Lou Williams isn't going to play with Trey. So we have a path to victory. It's there. But don't play Dwight Howard, which, you know, I've been saying for months now. What do I know? I'm just a guy. You are just a person. Play Ben Simmons at the small ball five, please, like we've, like I've been asking for forever. It's because he's a fucking center. We have two centers. But you know what? Ben can be a four. So, fine. Just do it. Play both the centers in the right spots. But then if 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 Ben if Ben's gonna be the four and B's gonna be the five, then where's that leave Tobias? Because Tobias is a four. Tobias, to me, I've said this multiple times. To, well, he can this will be my starting lineup, right? Mm-hmm. It would be I would go with Ben and B, Thibault, Corkmaz, George Hill. That's what I would start with. Korkmaz can only be out there around a bunch of defense, but you need a shooting at some point. So you might as well just trot him out there early and see if he can give you a couple threes. George Hill can kind of do both things. He's not as explosive of a scorer as Seth. But, uh, and then I would come up the bench with Seth, Maxi. Shake showed me yesterday he also can't be out here. He just came in the game immediately and turned the ball over, and Doc was like, all right. Shake been ass since, like, the whole second half of the season, bro. Yeah, I know. That's why I said. I would normally – I would have put him on the bench before, but now I wouldn't. So, I would go with – I'd go with um, Seth, Seth Maxi, Danny, Tobias, Ben, small ball five. And then I'd go – my last rotation would be Embiid. So Ben needs a break. So Embiid, Tobias, Thibault. We can go whoever's playing best between George, Seth, and Maxi at that point. Those would be my lineups. I'd put, I wouldn't hate that. I put Danny out there. In the, I told you this during the regular season, and you called me crazy. Literally, I was like, "Bro, Tobias has got to be on the bench." And you're like, "No, nah, he can't be on the bench." And I was like, "I know what you mean. He can't be." But if he's just going to give you a quiet twenty. Let him score the quiet 20 on the bench, please. Then it's at least a little louder. <laughs> like, then it at least makes a little bit of it. You know what I mean? He going to get the 20. I, I have no – I actually have no doubt he's going to get to this damn 20. He's good. <laughs> I just know that it's not going to do anything. But, he, <laughs> but it's, he's, he's not going to get fouled. They're going to be layups. They're going to be open slashing layups, an occasional mid-range jumper, maybe a three. But we do need the 20. I'm cooling it off the bench because him and Ben as the two bigs, it goes crazy because they're fast and they can run up and down the floor. I mean, again, like the play I was talking about, the Ben block, that was when he was like, he was a small ball five. He got the block. They turn around, they're running down the court and like, oh, do, 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 do. Everyone's there. The defense set up. But because Ben just blocked John Collins, they were the last two there. So Ben beats John Collins down the floor. Layup. 
And John Collins is a fast dude, not faster than Ben Simmons. And then Tobias can beat whoever the fuck the other guy. If it's going to be Gallinari or something, Tobias can eat on a guy like Gallinari or Bogdanovich or Solomon. He'll just going to foul him. So <clears throat> with no Hunter out there, that's the thing. Tobias, I, I think he could really be explosive off the bench. But that's why I'm saying, again, all this is going to come down to Hunter because Hunter is their best defender, and he can kind of slow Tobias down. They might honestly just put him on Ben at this point. But – Either way, that's just my thoughts. You guys have anything else to say? See, I'm not y'all. Y'all don't know me. I already y'all already know who I think is winning the series. There's no need. There's no need to bring it up again. Yeah. you know, it is what it is. I'll be, I think we covered it. I'll be content we lose the series. I don't. Don, me and Dom are talking. What I don't want is for us to win the series and then losing the conference finals. And then not do anything. That's exactly what will happen <laughs> if y'all win. That's oh, we lost. Oh, we lost to Brooklyn, huh? Hey, we'll get them next year. <laughs> I do think though that, and I'm Seth is kind of like I. I think he actually. I, it's just Danny. Now they both were selling. There were momentum shot after momentum shots, and they both were just missing threes, which, again, is completely what I've been worried about. Yeah. But damn it. Seth late started snapping. So I was like, yeah. you know what? It's just Danny. It's just Danny, which we knew this. The Lakers knew this. The Lakers need Danny, and they still ain't want him. They're like, you know what, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need your shooting, but then again, we don't. Whatever. <laughs> we got to get rid of you, bro. We need Schroeder in this bitch. Over your production. <laughs> there it is. I mean, right. Schroeder, I mean, Schroeder is better than Danny Green. He is better than Danny Green. So. He is. Man, Danny. Four points, four assists, four fouls. Say, over, over four from deep. Sam Daniel. He's still a plus five though because he was out there with the trap unit. Oh. Everyone yeah. was out there with the trap unit and it went crazy. Seth. No, that trap unit. That trap unit was I was like, damn, these niggas can't fucking move. Yeah, I didn't know we had that in the arsenal. That's why I actually feel more optimistic now about us winning the series. I didn't know we were capable of that. I didn't know any NBA team was capable of doing that to another NBA team. Make that very clear. But Doc really, he went out there and he tried to find out everything. He see, he sees it. He sees what Ty Lue doing over there. He like, oh, I see. They trying to take my co- my Hall of Fame coaching career away. I can't, I can't let it happen. I can't let it happen. That would be an awful, awful look. Paul George straight said it. It's him. It was him. Not Paul George is a prophet now. Yeah, that <laughs> nigga dropped 20 and 10 in the game seven. He was 5-15, but all right. Let, let's get into it, man. 20 and 10. <laughs> <laughs> Player of the day, coach of the day, game of the day, highlight of the day. Dickhead of the day, Darnell, start it off. All right, so for my game of the day, I got to go with – I got to go with Sixers and the Hawks 
because it was 128, 124. It was a close game. Could have went either way at the end, but the Hawks pulled it away. Uh, for my player of the night, I gotta go with I gotta go with Luca, 46 points. Even though it was in the loss, I'm gonna give it to Luca. Just an amazing performance. And for my coach, I gotta go with I gotta go with Ty Lue again. Like I'm, this probably be my last time giving it to Ty Lue for a while because it's just like ridiculous at this point. But I think he did a good job of you know matching fire with fire and you know putting out 126 on the, on the Mavericks and getting that game seven win. It was important, so I'm gonna go there for my highlight of the night. It has to be. Um, it probably has to be that Trey Young lob to John Collins at the end that sealed the game for the six. I mean, for the Hawks over the Sixers. So I'm going there for my highlight. If my dickhead, dickhead has to go to, has to go to the NBA fans and their desire to. I, I know I do the same thing sometimes too, but their desire to fire everyone and because their favorite player doesn't have enough help. That is, does it does sound ridiculous, but it it's, it's one of my pet peeves. It's like everyone has to go because <laughs> my player is not going to win a championship this year. So all is wrong. Everyone sucks. We must blow it all up. No, so, Porzingis sucks. That's the answer. <laughs> no, he 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 sucks. Yeah, he was on my fantasy team. He gave me some numbers this year. I won a championship, so I wasn't mad, but he didn't start selling to the playoffs, so he, that was cool for me. He gave you some numbers in them 20 games he played, man. Hey. He was on it. Yeah. It was, a lot of scra- it was a lot of scratches in there, too. A lot of missed games, man. A lot of BMPs. Injured. I had to work, I had to work the waiver wire, man. Yeah, we really thought maybe if he was there. I think he just got so much worse from last year, actually. Yeah, how did he get that much? It was the injury. It had to be, right? It was yeah. Injuries. He was actually he pretty good some like, games bro, this year. You can and tell, heard... dude, Porzingis just doesn't lift at all. Like, at all. That's why his weak structural report and he can't post up 6'3 guards. They just said, oh, we'll have Terrence Mann switch on him. We're unconcerned. <laughs> We're not worried about him at all down there. <laughs> all right. My man has no strength, <laughs> like none. He's bigger than a dude. You don't have any arm strength, no. Any leg strength, no. The leg strength really is the problem, bro. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yo. He can't get rebounds either. That's how you know he's not strong at all. He doesn't work out at all. He can't. It's impossible. No. Because he always hurt. Bro, but you're always hurting. Yeah, he's always out. rehabbing. I'm, wait, I'm going to tell you about something nice that's recently happening, right? So. Uh-huh. Okay. Just personalize it. So I Dom knows this. I'm out here trying to get a DJ job. Gonna get one soon too. Stay tuned. But I dance a lot. What's happening to me right now is my like knees and my ankles were getting weaker because I didn't have the structural report, the structural support, because I was skipping leg day. Don't skip leg day. Porzingis has never done leg day in his life. Leg day the most important day. Like at like once. I was like, oh, because I was worried. I was like, oh yeah, if my thighs and my calves are stronger, duh, my knees and my ankles are gonna have less to do. Makes sense. 
Yes. Porzingis always got legs, back. He doesn't do back day. You know he don't work on his arms because he can't post up, dudes. I think I think well, posting, posting up, up is really – it's legs. It's legs. It's yeah, legs. that's legs. Posting up, that's all legs. That's – bro, the most important exercise in basketball is a deadlift. Like, for real. If you can deadlift and squat, all right. For real. I'm not deadlifting shit, bro. Bro, deadlift used to squat. be – I, I used to love – I used to love deadlifts. It's just when I pick them up, I'd be getting calluses in my hand. My fingers be hurting. You need to wear, need to wear workout gloves, man. So I, I know, can. but I love deadlifts. They're actually my, one of my favorite exercises. Nah. I I would need someone to – I'm a I'm – a, deadlifts is the one thing, bro. I feel like I'd be too embarrassed to do deadlifts. I would need just <laughs> a bar. Just a bar. No weight. No weight. I remember I used to do them with uh, my boy Chris. Killed me. You do the. Was, you, I was straight wobbling. Use the bar, days use the bar or like the or like the hexagon bar. Dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's how little the, hexa, the bar that you step into and you like. Yeah, that's my shit. I love the hexagon. Oh bar. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. I love <laughs> that shit. Got to drop down and lift that shit up, bro. That's the best exercise, bro. I love that shit. Man, right now I'm taking it easy. We're doing we're doing calf raises and seated leg press. Baby. Oh, this oh this nigga leg day uh, leg day newbie. I see. Hey man, Boy, I spent I all still, that time, I spent all that time on the bench pressing, huh? I still, hey man, we still get boards out here. We get more than five a game. That's all I know. <laughs> Say what hey, you man. want. We saw Jimmy the lift. Only, we saw Jimmy dummy lift and miss every shot. So. The only reason I need to do leg leg day is because, like I said, I play basketball like two three times a week now. And dance like literally three or four times a week. So my legs are done if I don't work them out. So yeah, I'll be a newbie, but don't get it twisted. These legs are strong. They just need to work out more. Porzingis does not have naturally strong legs at all, or arms, or a back. So he has to work on these things. But I mean, this is just one of the things you see Giannis, you know, obviously coming like skinny. You see Durant do it, and he worked out like crazy to get strong. And Porzingis, the thing is, is what you I'm see LeBron is, spend a billion on his body every year. But LeBron was also naturally stronger. I'm talking about guys who are naturally weaker. And the thing uh, is, like Porzingis, Porzingis, the thing is, is, even if he, even if he wasn't the greatest post player, he should be able to go by you, at least use like an arm or something to get a really tall. Player. Man, he can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how do <laughs> you want him to get by his seven three? I know he's too tall, man. He can dribble. Wait, hold up. He can dribble. He actually can do it. Why do you think he always out there, standing there? He can yeah. dribble. He just has. He just can't use his arms to get any, any room. You know what I mean? He can't. Yeah. He can't like he can't shield the ball. Yes, because if 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 he put the ball on the floor, somebody gonna take it. Because he can't get down. He can't bend low. That's his biggest problem. He yeah. needs to work on besides his low. strength. Why well, think he needs to work on his flexibility? It's, it's Bro, not he's seven, enough, no. he's seven three. You want yeah. him to? What you want him to do? Not skip leg day, bro. That's, oh my god! 
That's all. Man, so I, man so I need I need you to squat down to the floor while you're dribbling, bro. Like, bro, that's a lot. A lot. Hey, you none, of that, about, none of, none of that would be a problem. None of this would be a problem if you could post up due to her 6'3". But if you can't do that, then yeah, dribble. Do something. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fuck? Hey, man. <laughs> you, you, know, you know why he you don't think post this up, is? bro? You know why he don't post up, bro? You look you we always talk about AD and how he always fallen, how he always hurt. AD like 6'10, 6'11. Bro, 7'3 falling, bro. Fuck. No. Fuck. Yeah, but AA hey, man, but AD did it enough to win the ring with Braun. This dude got Braun right there. Prime Braun. <laughs> he really does have prime Braun, right? You gotta fall. You gotta do, you gotta get the shit. We need you to do it. You don't wanna do it. All right. Bro, he's 7'3". All right. He can be 7'3", somewhere the fuck else. <laughs> he can be that somewhere else. I don't see Boban falling. Boban can post you up. Man, what are your answers, player, coach? Go ahead. Just give me a... All right. Player goes to Paul George. Paul George for getting saved. <laughs> now, ten assists, bro. Playmaker P, bro. For avoiding all of it. For avoiding dickhead of the day, Paul George's player of the day. Nah, hey, man, I wasn't going to give him dickhead of the day, man. He lost, I was. <laughs> Fuck you talking. He was 5 of 15. Straight dickhead of the day. 5 of 15 with 10 assists, bro. Paul George, player of the game, bro. He found his role. He found his role. Hey, man, that, he's... Team had, that team had 120. If they you can't get assists if they don't make shots, he'd have been he found his role, bro. Team with four assists and an L. But go ahead. He, he made he found his role, bro. He a point guard, bro. PG stands for point guard, bro. Clearly, it always has. I don't know why it took him. You know what? <laughs> um, coach of the day, I'm gonna go with Nate McMillan for for fighting through that deadly trap. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, damn it. they just the time just happened to run out. <laughs> so, like, is that what they did? They fought through it. I think I think the time I think the time ran out and Ben just kept missing free throws for real. I you know what? I think you got a point. Um, <laughs> that should that should definitely look like they was ready to lose. <laughs> give them like an extra two minutes, y'all would have wound up Give them an extra 40 seconds. They were catching an L. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh man, yeah, that's gonna be my game of the day too. Uh, Hogs for seventy six, <laughs> just cause I really thought that shit was about to be a blowout. It was looking like every sort of blowout, but you know what? I mean, we saw it against the Knicks. We saw it happen against the Knicks where they had a big lead and just just folded it. It happened um, in New York, so <clears throat> I don't know how it'll be when they're home, but you know, at least away, it was a struggle. And Hunter was there as well, obviously. So that was obvious. Uh, that was a big thing, but they was ready. Had that they they had they had the blowout in sight, and then they just, can't nobody dribble besides two people. And as Demetrius always tells me, you're only as good as how well you can dribble. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and only two people on the team can dribble. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a problem out there. Um, highlight of the night. It's going to be Bajanovic hitting that three and then saying shh to the 76ers crowd, you know, shutting them up. Said He said, y'all thought y'all had this. 
And they were ready to have it. Again, like I said, they were ready to have that game. But, I mean, you know, again, Atlanta's a young team. So that's that's mainly why I picked the Sixers to win this series, just because Atlanta's a young team. I don't know if they'll be able to do it. They're not that young. They really aren't. They are. Gallinari, Lou, Capella. Really, the young the young players, what make them young is they really out for real. You're looking at Hunter and Reddish. Well, Trey. Uh, and uh, Trey Collins. and Collins, yeah. Four the two. Players. Yeah. Everybody else ain't young. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then my highlight of the night, I mean, my dickhead of the day, is going to be Jason Kidd. <laughs> because... <laughs> 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 Damian Lillard went out there and he was like, you know what? I need Jason Kidd as my coach. And Jason Kidd went out there and responded. He said, Portland's a first-class organization and will have great candidates, but I've decided not to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, that's saying, that's saying, that's saying, you know, somebody, I'm sure somebody out there loves you, but it's not me. It ain't me. <laughs> I'm not the one, man. Yo, that's the classiest breakup I think I ever heard, man. Somebody else, that, you know that's what Future be telling all of them. Somebody not, loves you. It's not even a breakup. It's more like a yeah. We not even. We not even gonna talk. That's like that's like Dame slid in the DMs. It's got yeah. You're cute, but nah. Someone else. Someone else got it. Uh, you know what that means. You know exactly what that means. Yep. You about to be putting on that green. Yep. <laughs> That's all that meant. Yep, exactly. Damn. Terry Stott's really right there. They were they really about to do this dumb shit. Yep. It's in case said, no, I I hey man, you I got no dickhead of the day because that was great. Um, player of the day, I'm going, I'm going Luca. Went crazy, tried, just got tired. Putting that team on his back for seven games, he did all he could. Um, game of the day, Hawks Sixers. Talked about it nauseum. So there you go. Um, coach of the day, I honestly want to give it to Doc Rivers. I really do. I really do. Actually, who you wanted to? He pulled out the yeah. trap, man. He pulled out the shot. Yeah. That's smart. The shock a smart trap, but I can't because they lost. So I'm gonna give it to Ty Lue. I'm gonna give it to him if they win and he makes adjustments next game. I didn't think he was capable of adjusting. So, but Ty Lue came back from 2-0 down. You gotta give it to Ty Lue, man. Got to. Definitely not giving it to Nate McMillan, who looked frozen. Like he <laughs> and <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? One thing that made it worse, the whole the whole thing that made the all the trapping worse was that um, they used their last time out with, like, a minute 40 left. Yeah, they did. So he couldn't even, like, help them dudes out. He's like, man, these dudes, bro. (laughs) Just need need y'all to learn how to pass, man. Learn how to dribble and pass. Them niggas really – yo, they was like bees every time a nigga touched the ball. So the thing the thing about it is the only reason I can't give Doc Coach of the day is because we don't know. We know they're going to make an – I think they're going to make an adjustment to the trap. They now know it's coming, so we'll see what happens. Um, but my highlight of the day, just Trey Young shooting it, damn near the logo, holding the pose, 
being like, yeah. And I was just like, damn. This is what I told everyone. But yeah, he really built for this. And just because he doesn't give a fuck, their whole team doesn't give a fuck. And it's like every time we got close, they would just hit threes. So because they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um my dickhead of the you can day. Tell Nick McMillan don't give a fuck too. My my dickhead of the day is gonna be Skip Bass, but he's gonna brag about something that he was wrong about because he reverse jinxed his clippers into getting the series win. And even though ultimately he might be right, they damn near they they have the of all the teams, they should make the finals for real, for being honest. The winner of that series really did have the clear spot. Now, I know the Jazz are good, and we'll see, but the Jazz, we're talking about experience and just talent. The Clippers have more talent, and they can't guard wing players, so we'll see what happens. But giving it to Skip Bayless, because I know what he's going to do today. He's going to put his shoe right on the desk, and I'm going to watch, too, but he's still a dickhead all of it. He, um, he definitely put his shoe on the desk. I already know. I, don't even, <laughs> I know what he does, bro. I know exactly. Like, Kawhi Leonard. Not number Not- two. Never know. The Clippers won. Yep. Everybody wow. was everybody was talking about damn. Oh, I don't know if the Lakers and Clippers are gonna meet up in the playoffs. Well, they, they not. They never will. And that's <laughs> what it is. All right, but hey man, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And uh for Darnell and Doms with Demetrius. And uh, have a good one. Later. Triple D's. Deuces. Deuces.